All right, welcome back to another TMT Agent Spotlight. It's your host, Tyler Miller, with the Tyler Miller team. Sitting today with two lovely team members because we just have so many amazing things happening that, you know, we just got to start doubling up at this point. Um, but across from me is uh, the wonderful Corey Brenner. And to my right is Eugene. Eugene, yes. Eugene. The nickname is a mystery. <laughs> we don't know where it came from. Um, Yevgeny. Yes. Verlan. Yes. Um, so first off, welcome guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having uh, us. Appreciate you making some time. I know you guys are both crazy busy right now. Uh, hot spring markets here. So, um, try to keep this under like three hours if that's okay with you guys. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Everyone listening just turned it off yeah. <laughs> for like three hours. No, <laughs> we're, we're done. It's, it's, a not lot gonna, of time. it's not going to be three hours. I promise. Um, so anyways, you know, the, the point of this, uh, podcast in, and video is to highlight some of our amazing team members because we do have 16 team members now. Um, you know, and I think it's important to make sure that the people that are doing really, really well are getting recognized, um, and getting the spotlight put right on them because, uh, not an easy industry. Uh, there's a lot of ups and downs in this industry, probably more downs than ups. Um, and that's just, that's just reality, but, uh, we got to make sure we celebrate the good times too, right? Yep. So mm -hmm. that's why we're doing this and I want everybody to get to know you guys. So started out by introducing yourself for the people that don't know you guys. Uh, Corey, why don't you go first? Uh, maybe give us a little bit of insight on how long you've been in the industry. Um, how long you've been on the team? What did you maybe do before real estate? Tell yeah. us about your family, your okay. friends, your yeah. life, all that stuff. Um, so I'll just kind of give a quick synopsis. So graduated college in 2011 and from that really got into HR recruiting and more on the recruitment side and employment, uh, with the hiring and firing of people from large fortune 1000, uh, companies, uh, from that made the transition into real estate in 2020. Um, so coming up on year three, um, mm -hmm. um here in August. So, uh, it's been a great transition for myself. Uh, I've had a lot of monumental life experiences through this time frame, um, and it's created a lot of opportunity uh, that uh, has now led to me not second guessing at all this yeah. industry and knowing that it was the right decision for myself. So, and when you got into the industry, you kind of started in more of like a niche type of model talk about that Correct. like for yeah. just a minute yeah so kind of did a little bit of the traditional buying and selling uh, mm -hmm. but got into more of a niche like you mentioned into uh wholesaling as well as buying homes holding flipping them yep and then selling them on the retail market yeah so, so you were one of the smart ones essentially <laughs> if you can say that <laughs> yeah doing the stuff that makes you know a good investment makes good money um for not just clients but for yourself too which is awesome yeah. um so yeah when Corey jumped on our team and he had all this wealth of knowledge to me that was like amazing and i you know i remember the first month you're on the team you gave us a bunch of different things to look at and explore mm -hmm. and um it's been great yeah. so tell us a little bit about family life what you do for fun yeah, yeah. so family life uh, as mentioned um Started real estate in 2020, actually ended up getting married uh, to my college sweetheart in 2021. So I uh, had a little bit of a COVID wedding in in up north, mm -hmm. which was nice. Uh, from that, uh, also uh, just recently became a father for the first time, which mm -hmm. was exciting. So mm -hmm. I have a six-month-old uh, beautiful baby girl named Lainey. Um, yeah, really, really exciting from that yep. as well. And then 
when I'm not working in this crazy market right now, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. um, spending time with the family, gonna hopefully get some more time uh, up at the lake, uh, mm-hmm. doing just fishing, boating activities there, as well as just spending time with uh, family and friends. Yep. And you're a big traveler. Big traveler. Yep. Yeah. Uh, when we have the opportunity, we like to indulge and go on trips. When I when I turn on the vibes in the in the team room, <laughs> there's like this video that plays when it's just like this kind of vibey cool music that you know you let, let makes you focus and it's always these really cool destinations and Corey would be sitting there and be like oh yeah that's this place i've been there like three times and like, <laughs> like every like every time i'm like, yeah, like you son of a this hotel right here on the screen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah right down there that's where uh, this <laughs> happened and i'm like it's like the yeah. most beautiful place I've ever yeah. seen. He's like, oh, yeah, it's like, it's okay. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of places you want to go Almost ruins traveling. Yeah. Right. I don't even have to go anymore. Yeah. I just let him describe it to me. Um, but, yeah, no, that's awesome. Your family's great. Love your mm-hmm. wife. Um, I I think I've met Lainey once, maybe. I think she maybe. was in here. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, but I brought her in. One I'm day. sure she's cooler than you, so that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, and then let's jump over to Yevgeny yeah. Virlan. Um, Mr. Eugene himself, tell us a little, little bit about yourself. How long have you been in the industry? Um, how long have you been on the team? Mm-hmm. What did you do before real estate? All right, yeah, so I have been in real estate for a little under a year and a half now. I think that's going to be coming up like next month mm-hmm. or so. And I've been on the team ever since because, mm-hmm. you know, I was uh, during my classes, I was being recruited. Mm-hmm. I had a couple interviews, but then you came along and that was like an instant yes. Mm-hmm. Compared to all the other teams I interviewed with, it just never felt right. I'm like, oh, this is so old-fashioned. Yeah. Like, none of it seemed right. And then after meeting with you, I think, I don't know, we spent like, what, an hour and a half in that caribou? Yeah. Yeah, and then shortly thereafter, I was signed with the team. So that was... Magic that was happened the, in the caribou that it day. It did. That yeah. was a very nice caribou. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that's, the first, that's like the first... Well, I don't want to say it's the last time I saw you dress up, but like, you know. Yeah. I mean... You you look good all the time. You well, just the said, problem is since since then I've gained a lot of weight, <laughs> so all my really nice stuff just doesn't. He's fit. up to like one seventy five now. Look out! Actually, that's pretty close. I know. Freaking <laughs> yeah. Guys. So unfortunately, a lot of it just doesn't fit. So I once uh, things start clicking a little bit more, I'll be doing a whole wardrobe. Uh, just don't get rid of them them tight dress pants, baby. And I'll, I'll, those are, those are the money maker. Those were, those They're gone. Bad. Yeah. Those, no, they were a little too tight. Oh no, honest. they, they no. were a little too tight. They were good. <laughs> Um, what did you do before real estate? So I was a carpenter. I've been, I was a carpenter for about four years. Do a lot of finished work like trim, flooring. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, I spent all that time on one job way up north, Leech Lake. It was like a multi-million dollar log cabin. It was a really, really cool experience. Uh, it was fun because it was like the entire house was built out of log frames. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wasn't done properly. So mm-hmm. you can imagine what kind of nightmare that was. So mm-hmm. after a certain point, I decided this wasn't for me. So then I decided, like, what makes sense for me? And I was kind of over the whole manual labor thing. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? You know, I have a lot of experience in homes. And then my parents did a lot of buying and selling growing up. So I'm like, you know, maybe real estate is the right thing. So yeah. I looked into it, talked to a couple of people. I'm like, I think this is where it's going to. Yep. This is what makes sense for me. Yep. And, uh, those of you who are watching or listening and have worked with Eugene, you know just how amazing of a guy he is. Like, he's very genuine. Um, anytime that I see you interacting with business partners or clients or anyone, you're always just like, you can just tell you you love it. Mm-hmm. You're very passionate about it. Yep. And uh, you have a big heart, which is what you need in this industry. So um, that's what I saw in the caribou that day. Yep. I was like, <laughs> this guy's got it going on. Yeah, and that's exactly why I chose it because I'm like, I, because my last job, I mean, the money was there for sure, but 
the set like the per like the the fulfillment the sense of purpose just wasn't there, wasn't there so this is the one thing i love about being in real estate it's every time you get to a closing table and like have mm-hmm. someone's dream come true especially first time home buyers yeah it's just such a good feeling because then it kind of brings you back to the first moment you bought a house yep and that feeling just never goes away after helping every single client yeah well, and you know how mon- monumental it is. Yeah. You know, it's, it's setting themselves up for so much wealth and mm-hmm. good times. Um, what do you like to do for fun? So lately, my whole, my big hobby is volleyball. Mm. That's kind of like once like it warms up, it, even winter. I Are you up at the lookout? No, no, not the lookout. I'll be at Mama G's this year okay. and Ham Lake Lanes for two different leagues. Nice. So, yeah. So during the winter, I still do indoors. But once summer rolls around, you'll find me at like league nights, three nights a week. Yeah. And the beach i'm also a beach bum so as soon as it's warm out and it's a nice evening i'm at the beach so yeah. i'm playing volleyball and that's i love volleyball life. do you ever play volleyball i did yeah um once you know you hit over 30 you kind of just <laughs> stop doing physical play. activity i still play but like <laughs> o- like I, the only time i ever play is if we're like on vacation yeah. you know we're at the resort where they have the yeah. the volleyball but like dude like if you need a sub i ain't bad yeah i was gonna say I'm, we're always looking you know people. i might blow a hammy but i'm gonna give it my all <laughs> I, was gonna say, I don't think i have too many years left because like the i'm short so vertical really yeah. matters when you're playing volleyball yeah. every year the vertical just seems to get yep. a little, you get a little shorter, shorter. A little you're shorter. not shrinking why well, who knows maybe i have bad posture so who knows <laughs> your pants are too tight that's the problem <laughs> keeping uh, me down gosh man i miss volleyball yeah mm-hmm. let me seriously let me know i'd love to one night just fill in um all right so jumping into the reason you guys are on the spotlight uh podcast this week uh let's talk about the production that you guys have put up and um in real estate it's not all about the closings as we know like mm-hmm. it'd be great to be like hey you got 10 closings you're on the spotlight but the the things that lead to closings and lead to helping you know as many people as possible are the activities that you have to do and the big activity is setting appointments so you guys crushed it over a 30-day span Corey, you had 17 appointments so basically mm-hmm. every other day which yep. is crazy you had three open houses all while doing this while raising a daughter you know being a husband all that stuff and you got one offer accepted that's i mean there's not many people doing 17 appointments in a month mm-hmm. so that's incredible and then eugene in 30 days you had 12 appointments again like that's that's not easy to do one open house and two offers accepted mm-hmm. so I mean, you're you're twice as good as Corey, obviously. Too often said, no, I'm just kidding. Um, it just worked out that way. Yeah. But I mean, that's uh, so for for quick math. If you do six appointments, you get a, you get an offer accepted. So just yeah. remember that. Um, t- like, talk about the habits, routines, things that that you do in your daily and, and weekly grind um, that that you can kind of look to to be like that is a big reason of why. I'm starting to have success. Mm -hmm. So Corey, why don't you go first? Sure. I think uh, one of the biggest things was when you and I individually sat down and I said that I was kind of struggling as Mm -hmm. a new dad, just trying to juggle the job, being there for the family. Um, But a lot of it boiled down to just time blocking yeah, um, and just being consistent with that. I know we heard that from the fast forward movement to uh, us having a personal conversation, just saying like, hey, what can I do to get a little bit more dialed in? Because I feel... My mind is bouncing back and forth. You know, when people send me emails and you are a dog chasing a ball in this industry always, (laughs) right? So you jump off that, but you really need to stay focused and uh, really just staying uh, true to what those time blocks are. Yeah. I I credit that to our success. Yeah. I mean, out of all the people that I've met, you're definitely in the top 
five percent for like sticking to a time block. Like it's pretty it's pretty cool to watch you. Mm. Like you're always consistently just like in you you don't like I mean you say hi, you have your pleasantries, you talk about all the cool places you've been and make me feel bad <laughs> on the on the TV, but then like you just get to work and yep. then like like it says in your calendar, like that one's done, you just get up and you're on to the next thing and like that's why you're always gonna be successful. Like mm-hmm. it's it's when we start to kind of get distracted or just like, oh, I've done this so many days in a row. Like, I'm just going to skip it this time. Like, right. that's when we get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, so kudos to you for that. I, I, I could I could have answered that for you. Yeah. Like, I knew, like, time blocking is so critical, but it's hard, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's mm-hmm. – there's no one that's perfect. I wish I could say I stick to my time blocking all the time. Um, running a team and all that stuff, like it's super hard. Uh, that's why we have two on the podcast instead of one, for example, <laughs> today. Um, supposed to have three. Um, someone else didn't stick to time blocking. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> you know, it's just, it, it's it's hard, especially with the family and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So kudos to you for that. Um, Eugene, what about you? Like talk about our, some routines, habits, things that are really, you're starting to see, you know, it's paying dividends. Yeah, so time blocking is very important. I think uh, I'm not as good at sticking to my time blocking as some of the ag- other agents just because I'm like, since I'm newer, um, you know, a lot of things happen a little bit more often. Sometimes you don't have the luxury of saying no necessarily. Mm-hmm. So I try to stick to it as best I can. But for me, the biggest routine I've had is just follow following up with mm-hmm. people because I think that's been my biggest success so far. Mm-hmm. Is that between the two offers I have pending and then I have five active buyers as well. Mm-hmm. And all of them but one I've been talking to for over a year. Right. So a lot of it has just been sticking to the follow-ups, you know, knowing when to say something, when to not, and yep. just being patient. Yeah. I think well, that's big. Especially when we went through what we went through in 2022. Yeah. I mean, it was uh, that maybe threw a wrench into some things with the mm-hmm. rates and stuff. But, like, yeah, it's for any realtors listening to this or watching this, like, did you catch that he said he's been following up for a year like that's that's pretty much what you see. It's mm-hmm. very very rare do you get someone that's like, "Hey, I'm ready to go." Right. Like it doesn't happen that often. Usually even if they're like, "I'm ready to go," it still takes like 4 months. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like before they're like actually ready. Yep. Um every now and then you'll get one, but like for the most part that's our job, like staying in front of people forever yep. until they buy or die as as bad as that sounds, <laughs> yep. but I mean that's that's what it is, right? Um so Okay, that makes sense. I think following up and time blocking, if if agents just figured out those two things, I mean, they'll be successful, right? right. So um, any any people in your life that, like, you you owe success, maybe not just in real estate but in life to, like anyone you want to recognize that's given you some good tips or I don't know, just, you know, so I think we're – none of us are self-made, right? Like mm-hmm. we're all – a product of so many different people that have helped shaped us and just anything that comes to mind when you think of other people in your life that are like good support system or mm-hmm. whatever. Corey. Um, yeah, I mean, um, I'd say my wife, Sarah has been amazing since I made the transition into real estate. Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be, you know, I was leaving a pretty cush job that I had, you know, making a good amount of money, mm-hmm. never have to worry about anything from Bill's standpoint to going on a little bit of a roller coaster ride of, you know, you have months where you are doing amazing and then you have some months where you're like, oh crap, I'm not getting a paycheck. Why did you make the change? Did you say that? Did I miss that? Um, well, I just got sick of the monotony okay. of what I was doing in my 
like there's the same it was the same routine every single day you know exactly what you're doing you have the monday morning meeting you have the tuesday afternoon meeting you have the wednesday meeting and then in the meantime from that you're meeting with other managers and it's but yet you you love time blocking yeah i do but (laughs) also at the same time you know like eugene can echo a little bit more on that you're working with people and you know working with them on their biggest decision that they could potentially be banking it's more fulfilling right definitely a lot more fulfilling and then you don't have the monotony you're working with new people new situations uh you're encountering that all the time so yeah um, and i didn't mean to step on your touchdown call oh, go ahead sarah yeah. yes is amazing yeah. um having a spouse that is supportive is like a must if you don't have right. their support you will just get out of the industry yeah otherwise yeah. you're going to get divorced or they're going to it's just not going to go good right yep You have to have that person that sees that vision. Yeah, and she's been by my side the entire time, so she's kind of been with me through the ups and downs within this this industry. But, I mean, she's starting to now see of, like, hey, I understand why you made this transition and why it's been, you know, and where it's going to take all of us to Mm -hmm. move our ambitions to, you know, have our financial freedom here in another handful plus years. Yep. So. What about you? Anyone that comes to mind you want to recognize? Yeah, uh, there's actually a couple people. So okay. I've been very fortunate to have a lot of good male role models in my life. So especially from my dad growing up, seeing him, then also working with him as a teenager and then the last couple of years. But then also my first real job, I was a maintenance guy in a nursing home. John Hagen was my manager, great leader, great teacher. And then he also taught me a lot in life. And then when I moved to the University of Minnesota for a few years, I had two managers there. Luke Day and Rob, it was the kind of same scenario. They just like took me under their wing, both yeah. in life and uh, in the work environment. They just taught me so much from that. Yeah. And then it like helps build your confidence when you have, you know, older men like that kind of just like showing you respect at a young age and like trusting you to do stuff like that. So yeah. it really builds a confidence and work ethic when you're younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so important to just have those good role models around you. Mm-hmm. Um, Cool. So thanks for sharing that. Although neither of you said me, so that's fine. No, I'm just kidding. Um, soon, soon, soon. I mean, I teed it up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, anyways, so moving on. So, so we talked about the good. We talked about the fun. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, there's probably more downs and ups in this industry in any sales job, really. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about what you have identified as your biggest struggle so far, whether it's this year in the industry in general. Like, talk. You know, shed some light for other people that might be thinking about real estate or just interested in our industry, like what is your biggest struggle, Corey? Yeah, I'd say one of the biggest things I struggle with is that there's some people that I have been tracking down for (laughs) years now um, and you don't hear for them. Yeah. And, you know, it gets frustrating because I sometimes I try not to take things personal, but you're like, is it me? Yeah. Do you know anything else? But I'd love to just hear. Is it your red hair? Yeah. Who knows? With your red shirt? Yeah. Probably. Weird. You know, I don't know if they're into that or what's what's their what's their type. Yeah. Um, But uh, it kind of just irks me a little bit uh, to say like, hey, you know, I've reached out. 50 plus times yeah can i can i get a pulse check yeah are you alive alive? if you just say hey i hate your face great at least know that i won't call you anymore well that's Uh, why some realtors end up sending texts that are like is this Corey? yeah and that's it like because we're just like are you alive yeah Mm -hmm. like give me a sign i'd love to stop following up with you i'm just trying to be there for you you know and yeah it's and it's hard because like you say it's it's probably not personal but but in our world business is personal it's mm-hmm. not like we're getting paid a salary right we're right. like if we make the calls and no one answers it doesn't really matter it's just business mm-hmm. like for us it like it's our lifeline right so it is kind of personal yeah and it, yep. it yeah it's never yep. going to get easy but the sooner you realize that like they don't think about us nearly as much as we think about them right like then it's like oh okay 
Like yeah. they just, they just don't, I mean, think about all the spam emails or people that reach out. Like right. it's, if I'm not in the market for like a boat or something, mm-hmm. like I'm just probably not even responding. Right. Yep. I try to respond because I know it's Corey on the other you side. Right. Like, the yeah. Hello. Yeah. Um, but like most people just, they don't get that. They're just like, yep. eh, whatever, yep. you know? But yeah. yes, that's a big struggle yeah. for sure. That or, you know, you're running into, you do have a good conversation right when you meet with the individual right. or you meet with them face to face and then they ghost you. And for, they're just, they're you just know, ghosts in the night. Year, and then now I'm actually working with one of them as a buyer uniquely. Yeah. Just be like, hey, the time is right now. Right. Yeah. Just right. literally follow up forever. Yeah. It's just, and, and I think it does matter how you're following up. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's some people that can do it wrong and keep it salesy all the time. But like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we just, we need to be friends with these people and, and know that they actually, we want them to know we care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, that's why we're doing right. it, you know. Taking an interest in their lives. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Biggest struggle you you can yeah, so think of right my now? My big struggle was uh, basically kind of throughout last year because my thing was finding the balance between who I am and who I had to be to be in the industry. Because mm-hmm. by nature, I'm a very passive person. Mm-hmm. And then like, but when it comes to like follow ups and the way the real estate industry works, you have to be aggressive to a certain degree. So my biggest struggle was finding the balance in between those two to what fits me. Mm-hmm. And then also does what I am actually fit in the industry and will I be successful. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of like, um, like big, soul searching kind of kind of, cause you kind of said like the real estate industry is pretty personal. So it was like finding like the mix between personal you and business you and making it work. Cause it's, it's more of a lifestyle. It is. Yeah. Choice. So if you can't make it work as a lifestyle, then yeah. you know, it's just gotta, you just gotta find that sweet spot. Mm-hmm. And it just took a little time finding that. Yep. Yeah, the difference between Eugene and Eugene. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Somewhere in between. They don't. Yeah. It doesn't need to be so huge. No, it doesn't. You know, and then you in just between. Find one to turn on each one, one to turn the other one on. Right. So it's just about finding that balance because it was like for me, I was so used to the nine to five from sixteen. You know, so yeah. To go into an industry like this where you don't necessarily have like you don't turn it off. Yeah, you don't turn it off. You're just yeah. a realtor twenty four. Yeah, just it becomes thing. your your being mm-hmm. and yeah that is a it is like a, a journey of like who is that person yep and so yeah just it's the it's it's just the the new realtor problems like it's yeah, just yeah. you're gonna have them and it you takes know time figuring that out maybe for some people it's a little bit quicker but it just for me it just took a little extra time figuring that out but now i'm like okay, who I'm are cool. you now i'm eugene boom there we go that's the answer <laughs> um yeah I, so i mean for for both you guys i think it could be summed up into um challenging of our mindsets mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like the mindset if you lose your mindset in this industry it's game over like if you're not that lion attacking all the time and you just become that gazelle mm-hmm. like it's just it's a it's a really quick downward spiral so mm-hmm. like i've seen so many promising people get in this industry and leave very quickly because they just their mindset isn't there because um, you do get beat up you get beat up oh yeah kicked around yeah, especially a year like last year yeah man they can kick you while you're down well yeah and it's like we're getting beat up at the same time that our clients are getting beat mm-hmm. up because you know economy rates all that stuff so like yep. it's just it's tough but um after all of that it's still like the greatest yeah industry of all time like it. my mm-hmm. gosh yeah i wouldn't change it but it's just like give me a break <laughs> you know <laughs> my mindset's only so strong um but you know you guys you guys both are going to be fine. You made it this far. That means you already passed the test. It's usually mm-hmm. right away you figure out, oh, this is not right. going to work for me. Mm-hmm. So um, what is your favorite part about being on the actual Tyler Miller team, the TMT as we refer to it here? 
Don't all speak at once. Yeah, I'll go first. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> For me, it's just like the atmosphere because, like, it actually feels like a team environment versus you know just a bunch of individuals showing up to an office. Because, like. For example, the mini masters we had yeah, the other day. Yeah, that was such a blast. It's like how many other teams are out there doing that, putting together, like actually crafting their own mini golf holes and, you know, putting it together for a team meeting. So What was like, yours for the people that weren't? Oh, yeah, it was the White Claw Castle. That a boy. Yes. The White Claw Castle, dude. It was Taking sweet. a little break from the White Claws because that was a lot to take down. <laughs> I was going to say, how, where did all those empty cans come from, Eugene? Uh, well, they started out in a box in a liquor store. Yeah. And then <laughs> they eventually made it uh, onto a little mat with hot Yeah, cream. with nothing in there. It was yeah. weird. Um, yeah, no, I agree. The Mini Masters was fun. And, and trying to do stuff like that with you guys is like, I'd say more than 50% of the reason I have a team. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Um, it's not for the money. Mm-hmm. Tell you that it's 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 about camaraderie. It's about being part of something greater than just yourself, and and leveraging all of our systems and assets and and skill sets together to create a better life for all of us. In mm-hmm. my opinion, so yeah, culture is super important. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our newer agents, Max, calls it the TMT House. When he referred to it as that TMT House, I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's yeah. like yeah, it's more. I feel like it's more of a house. Than an office can yeah. be a little bit of a frat party. Can yeah. sometimes be a frat party. Yeah, it just depends. Um, there's times when mom and dad are away, and I'm sure the kids are at play. Um, oh yeah, the kids come to play. Yeah, I know they do. Um, but when he said that, I was like, "That's you know, that's probably a decent representation." Because I I don't love the term family. I don't because that's just sometimes you get too close. Mm-hmm. Like fam- a family is too. There has to be some sort of separation, yep. right? There has to be. Otherwise, it's like you're not doing business anymore so when you refer to it as a house i kind of liked that i thought mm-hmm. that was a good i don't know thought of our team yeah it's like kind of it's just the house yeah. yep um what about you, you um, uh, Corey? yeah i mean can echo off uh, what eugene was saying there it, it does feel like a very inclusive culture that mm-hmm. we have here um but i'll actually go a little bit further just saying just the overall uh, resources and the wealth of knowledge that people possess mm-hmm. underneath this house. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always great to, you know, not always bounce off ideas for one person. You have multiple people that have been in here and have a plethora of experience yeah. that you can constantly just pick their brains and ask questions, which is, is great because as you know, when you guys run into all the time, no one situation is alike. No, everything no is matter different. What. It's always a case by case situation. And then some people are like, you know, I've been in this for 10 years and I've never heard of it. Yeah, I know. And I always feel bad being like, yeah, like anytime I do like a training, like if someone mm-hmm. comes on an appointment with me, I swear to God, almost every time I'm like, yeah, this is a unique one. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, they're all unique. I don't, right. There's no like, you can't just have this perfect script, this perfect training because it's all, everybody's situation's unique. Yeah. You know, right. so yeah. Um, if we're the, if, if we're the house, then like the North Star Alliance is like the city mm-hmm. and the fast forward movement is like the state, mm-hmm. you know, like whether it's. Any of those things, like, yeah, there's a wealth of knowledge right. throughout our entire culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that part's been super awesome with, yep. like, EXP just, like, because there's times where I don't know. I don't have the answer. Mm-hmm. And there's right. also, there were also times where, like, the broker or the manager in the office doesn't have the answer. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, well, now what? Yeah. You know, well, now it's like, well, we have 8,000 8, people we can throw a question out to. And yep. right. someone's going to have something. Yep. And if no one has the answer, it's probably not a good idea, whatever <laughs> yeah. you're thinking. So, um, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think the culture and just, yeah, the resources, all that stuff is, is great. But try to focus on culture as best we can because it's life's about, you know, 
making memories, experiences, that type of stuff. It's not just about like showing up and yeah. Even though and, yeah, and, and, even though this is a business, it's it's still fun. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and 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 we work hard, yeah. and that's what I. Whenever I interview, I mean, I'm sure I said it to you guys when I interviewed you, like we work harder than everybody else. I say mm-hmm. it to every single person, like we work hard, but we have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, work hard, play hard for the cliche, but yep. like we do, I think. Right. You know. Yeah. Okay. Now to a couple fun questions, which you guys don't know. Mm. Um, some would you rather questions. Mm-hmm. They're all appropriate. Okay. Kind of. <laughs> They're as appropriate as they can be being in the TMT <laughs> house, but um, I'll start out with a really easy one. This is real estate related. So okay, this okay. is, this is easy. So really quick, so I'll give your answer and then like a 10-second explanation of why. Let's just keep it short. Would you rather build a new home in your second preferred location or buy an existing home in your first preferred location? Mm, this one's a good question. Mm. Mm. So, okay, if I were going to go, I would say I would build a home. I knew you'd say build. I'll build. The construction work can you yeah. Just you build your own home from scratch. Home. Yeah, because like my house itself, like if down the road when I build my home, because yeah. eventually I want to, my garage is gonna be like three times the size of my house for sure. And finding that existently, like finding that already existed, is probably gonna be very difficult. Yeah. So I would build on my second preferred location. Yep. Okay. What about you? I'd probably, I'd probably build Would as you? well. Yeah. It's um, man. I'm like total opposite. Really? It just. A, I'd say it also depends on. Have you, you guys? Know, I don't want to have a depends conversation. Have you built a home though, Corey? Before I have not. Okay, so then maybe that's be, maybe I feel like I did build one, mm-hmm. and I just like it was fun, but like okay, like it to me, it's like location is like mm-hmm. all that matters. Like for example, if, if we really make this like really compact, it's like, are you across the street from the lake? Or are you on the lake? Mm-hmm. Are you on the lake with an existing home or oh, off on the, the lake. lake with a new home? On right. Lake. And he might still lean to new home because I'm, I'm, I'll just go get a cabin. <laughs> <laughs> and like there's, but there's not a wrong answer. Cause like, I mean, my wife, honestly, she would probably say like, she'd rather have like the cool house, right. like the, the crazy, cool, big, whatever, like mm-hmm. something yep. you just probably can't find where I'm just like, I could, I could live in a split level if I'm like where I want to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't really care about the house itself, Yep. you know, but Anyways, no wrong answers. Yep. Mine would just be more about like the finishes that are in the house that yeah. are existing. Like yep. if it's a complete gut job. You guys are anything. like every other buyer we've yeah. ever worked I know. with. I, I just want the shiny like a, new. I want a secret room. That's like a big thing on my list. Dude, I'm talking to a builder right now that can build a bunker underneath the master closet. Really? Mm-hmm. For storms. For like, like a villa home with a bunker. Yeah. yeah. I was like, there we go. He's like, it's only like $2,500 more. I'm like, let's do it. That's well, not, <laughs> not that much at all. <laughs> Um, okay. This one's an interesting one. I don't know what I would say to this, but, uh, I found it and I thought it was funny. Would you rather vomit on your hero or have your hero vomit on you? That's such a weird question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to think about who I'll my let hero you guys, is. I'll let you guys think for a second. Yeah. Straight up. My answer is I'd rather have my hero vomit on me. Yeah. I'm thinking. I don't know way. why, but I feel like it would be like. I'm connected with my hero even more now that he threw up on yeah. me or she. I don't know who my hero even is. Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't know who my hero is, but I think, like, let's say, just say it's a celebrity. Like, if a celebrity throws up on you, they're probably going to do something nice for you. That's kind you of throw cool. up on a celebrity, oh, so you're, you're letting a them laughing do it stock. For, like, like money. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, if they want to take me out to like a nice dinner, like movie <laughs> premiere or something, yeah, or like an athlete, give me season tickets on like the six yard line. So, I would say have them puke on me for the benefits. <laughs> That's probably the right answer. Yeah. But if yeah. you were the one who puked on this individual, you could be a meme for oh. long beyond your life. You're, you know what? Be, He's not wrong. Which not could wrong. be pretty funny just to have the reaction. Yeah. There. So. Yeah. I, I, once again, I don't know who mine, mine would be. Would you but want to I, be known as the puking guy, though? You'd be the vomit guy. Yeah, but if it's on like a Brad Pitt or something like that, yeah. you know, that'd be pretty. Dude, epic. Will, look at like. Well, I'm probably dating myself, but like <laughs> William Hung from like uh, what, American Idol. American Idol. It was like awful. Yeah, but I guarantee the dude is more wealthy than all of us from mm-hmm. just probably being a horrible singer, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'll take the meme. Yeah. And then you guys keep saying you don't know who your hero is. I mean, it's like it'd be like if I threw up on you. Or, yeah. you know, <laughs> just um, okay. Next one. Would you rather be in jail for five years or be in a coma for a decade? I'm just, I'm too pretty for jail, so coma. <laughs> <laughs> that is a thousand percent right. Uh, <laughs> like, Look at those coma. locks. In, in, <laughs> Goldilocks here. In five minutes, you. <laughs> Would be Look, if anything happens girlfriend. to be in a coma, I don't know about it. Prison, I'd be well aware. So yeah, coma for yeah. sure, not even a doubt. Now is this jail or is we talking prison here? Because <laughs> I mean, like, like five are we years, five years talking prison, bro? We're talking prison. Yeah, but there's a difference. We're talking like like prison, like, like twenty three hour maximum lockup, or we get gen pop. Yeah. I mean, like you're pop. okay. It's it's not a white collar prison, but it's like it's not like San Quentin or something. Like it's okay. You know, it's not, you don't want to I'd, be there. I'd, I'd probably say jail for the soul saying like, I don't know if 10 years in a coma. I mean, think of all that can happen that you'd lose touch with. But I, wouldn't it be like, you know, maybe like you feel that way, but you but also to have them, to think about like what you've done for them. You could, right. you know, could lose loved ones in that time totally. frame and you just have mm-hmm. no idea how you're even going to wake up out of that coma. I think I would totally say jail too, because I feel like if I was in jail, I would totally, I would work out like every day. <laughs> And like, nothing else to do you know like yeah. seriously I, w- I would come out and like just jacked <laughs> and like i'd feel so good about myself <laughs> health-wise yep uh, i would probably also not do well in jail yeah. like eugene i'm just saying, you're you are <laughs> taller and bigger than me i'm, I'm just a, i'm a small frame guy i just would not <laughs> your do fun well size yeah pocket size <laughs> i'll hold on to that for you sir. yeah exactly <laughs> you just hold on to their pocket yeah. and walk yeah. around um Jesus. all right jail um last would you rather um would you rather give up air conditioning and heating for the rest of your life or give up the internet for the rest of your life where are we living <laughs> let's say in minnesota gosh the, the land of bipolar right so just heat and ac electricity we still could we still do our jobs uh Okay, let's make it this way. You can do your job. This this only is in like your personal life. So like take business out of it. Pretend that's whatever. Okay. But just in like like if you didn't have a job, mm-hmm. right? You're yeah. just like living. Oh, yeah. I would, internet or I'd get rid of internet in a heartbeat. Yeah. I could live off the grid. No no problem. I mean you still gotta find a find a spouse someday so you might you might need a, that that <laughs> swipe in action yeah. i was gonna say like i don't know how i'd watch sports or binge watch tv i mean you could get direct tv right you don't need internet for that oh yeah true satellite exists honestly i might go the heat and ac way dude it's like negative 30 what are you gonna I can do build a fire 
Hmm. I get like a wood stove. What if it's too hot? What if it's like 100? <clears throat> 100 water. You're going to the beach? I'm going to the beach. Like, I feel like like we survived. You're going heat. to the beach on your yeah. on your phone? Yeah. <laughs> I'll make it work. I'll make the no heat and AC work. I agree. I feel like you could make that work. I don't know. That's a, it, when I read that, I was like, shit. That's a hard That's one. a hard one. Um, but I just feel with the way the world's going, like everything's going to be internet based at some point. But you that know, there's like, hard. just, there's just old dudes out there that don't even do the internet. Mm-hmm. And like they do fine. And I have buddies that are in their mid thirties who don't have, they don't do like they have, Google. They have a flip phone. Like, yeah, they might use it. What, but they go, don't go on the computer to pay their bills or something. They use it for their job, but they leave their nine to five and like nine to five, like they work in surveying. And if stuff it was like that, social they, media or AC, like totally, I'd give up social. Oh media. yeah, like, internet though. But the whole internet. But I mean, you can like, watch TV and you can do all these other things. You don't need the internet. I know. Mm. I because I have to make a decision. <laughs> I guess I would give up. I'd fuck. I'd give up internet because I fucking hate being hot. Mm. I hate it. See, I can handle being hot. Oh. Being cold is what gets me. I could be cold. I could think of a few ways to stay warm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you have a spouse. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you're screwed. <laughs> I was talking about like four blankets. What were you yeah. talking about? Oh, yeah, blankets exist. Yeah. Um, it just proves my point even more. Blankets. I, <laughs> blankets and fire. Duh. <laughs> I'd probably go up the internet, but that'd be really hard because I love it. Mm-hmm. I love funny videos so much. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, last question, and for those of you who are still with us after 37 minutes, thank you very much. Um, what are you most excited about for the rest of 2023 in business? Business-related? Yeah. Um, and I mean, I guess you can mix yeah. in some personal life stuff if you've got something coming up. Well, I think it almost goes hand-in-hand, because hand, for me, I'm just really excited about because I feel like everything's coming along now. Mm-hmm. It's like all clicking. I know what I'm doing. I'm a lot more confident, like what I'm saying to clients and, all mm-hmm. that. and like, especially negotiating too. That's something that I feel very, very confident in. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just, I'm just excited to see how 2023 turns out business wise. And I think that will also affect my personal life to in a better way as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that there's going to be a lot of opportunity here in the next few months. I, mm-hmm. I feel like the past, for the last part of a year, mm-hmm. um, you've been getting a lot of pushback from, from people. And now yeah. all those people have came out of the woodwork and they're all ready to go. And it's evident between Eugene right now. And then, you know, myself, it's, we have probably close to 15 people between the two of us yep. right now that yep. we're, that we're actively marketing and going to look at homes every single time. So yeah, it could be a heck of <laughs> it could a, be a heck of a summer, baby. Yeah. yeah we be. just need that inventory. Bump I know. Yeah. That's just like, that's the biggest thing right now. I got yeah, if, five active buyers, but None of them can find a house. It was the most homes that came on the market this week, though, in the, I think, the past, like, 90-plus days. So, yeah. so mm-hmm. hopefully it trends up in that direction, because if it does, I think all of us yeah, are probably in actually, her, I was her best years. looking, I think it was, like, yesterday, because I have a buyer who's in that be, between Ham Lake and Lionel Lakes, a couple mm-hmm. other cities, but just between Ham Lake and Lionel Lakes, there's only four active properties underneath, like, 420. Right. And mm-hmm. that's, like, insane. You got two, they're pretty big cities, and... But to only have four active listings throughout those two cities, it just kind of shows how bad the inventory is right mm-hmm. now. It's only going to get better. Yep. Um, interest rates have come down five weeks in a row. It's given people more and more confidence. Yep. Mm-hmm. As long as we just don't have the government get involved and do something yep. silly like mm-hmm. they did last year. And then, like, it wasn't silly. I guess it was needed, but they could have been a little bit more gradual about it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that, right. came, that um, came quick. Just, yeah, you know, not in one month. That would have been great. Um, but yeah, I think I said it back in 
January, I felt like our March was going to just explode because I know we have so many buyers Mm -hmm. just waiting for those rates to come down. And then March was just kind of weird again. Just Mm -hmm. rates, just to kind of, I don't know. They like hung out. They didn't do much. Yep. Um, Our winter did not help at all. So, uh, yeah, it's 80 degrees um, and we're going to get a lot of inventory, I think. So, yeah. Season's ending too. So, So, yeah, I think I'm most excited for just... For you get for everybody that everybody I talked to on the team is just like, I got all these people. Mm-hmm. And I've been hearing it for like four or five months, right? But we've just been navigating through lots of challenges and mm-hmm. right. getting people approved for, you know, higher rates than they want and maybe it doesn't work, so they gotta wait. So I just think there's a lot of good things that are gonna come. Mm-hmm. And uh if you guys just keep doing what you're doing, yeah, you're gonna definitely have your best year ever. That's mm-hmm. for damn sure. So with that being said, I'll wrap it up. Uh, Corey, Eugene, thank you guys for being here. Thanks for everything you do for uh, myself, the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, love having you guys on the team. Uh, if you sold zero houses, you're still an amazing like culture fit. You're great friends. Um, it's just fun to watch you guys, and you know, just just know it means a lot that you, you know, want to be on the team and, and trust that this is a place to build your business. You know, I don't take that for granted for a second ever. So, um, anyways, for those of you that are still listening, um, if you are looking to buy, sell, or invest, um, Corey and Eugene would love your business. These guys do a great job. Um, they're both, you know, everybody on our team is full time. They're there for you whenever you need it. They have obviously great resources to get you in touch with the right people to get you from point A to point B. Um, so reach out to either of them, give them a follow on social media. Um, they're easy to find and, um, would love to help you with any of your real estate needs. So thanks, guys, for being here. Thank you for having us. Let's crush the rest of Q2, huh? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. See ya.